This Lazarus thing is a big deal. In fact, can't you sense already today, I mean, from the minute you walked in here today, don't you sense we're celebrating? Can't you sense something different is taking place? The choir, what they're singing, the decorations, and thank you to Jack Zoror and others, but you can sense there's a festive spirit, can't you? Why? Well, most of it's on account of Lazarus. I mean, that's why the festive spirit. In fact, it's an odd hymn that was just sung by the choir a few minutes ago. They sang, and they've sung it again and again, by raising Lazarus from the dead before your passion, you have confirmed the universal resurrection, O Christ God. I'll have a little to say about that. And then, almost utterly out of context, it says, like the children with palms of victory, we cry out to you, O vanquisher of death, that's the key, Hosanna in the highest, blessed is he that comes in the name of the Lord. Now, Jesus had had a very remarkable ministry during these years, the three years that have gone by until now. He's made the blind see, he's made the dumb to speak, he's restored the leper, he has done remarkable miracles, he has preached remarkable sermons, particularly the most famous sermon ever preached in all the history of the world. We call it the Sermon on the Mount. Probably didn't give it just one, probably gave it a number of times, at least the content thereof. But something happened in this little dinky town called Bethany. Mary and Martha lived there and their brother Lazarus, and Lazarus dies. Now, Jesus had raised the dead before. You remember, he raised the son of a widow. And he had raised the child of a ruler of the synagogue before. But for some reason, the impact had nothing like what happened when Lazarus was raised from the dead. Uh, Lazarus must have been well known or something, but for whatever reason, when Lazarus was raised from the dead, I mean, things came to a crescendo. And the Jews were gathering together on this day, which is today. They gathered together on this day, which is today. That's where you come in. It's today. It's not 2,000 years ago. In a great mystery, in the mystery of liturgy and sacrament, we get to participate in all of this, and it's today. So today, can you see them? Do you sense a great crowd? Do you sense thousands of people? And do you hear the buzz in the crowd? Do you hear it? There's a buzz. It's unusual. I mean, they've been coming to this feast for who knows how long. Centuries they've been coming to the feast. But this time there's an unusual buzz. Did you hear about Lazarus? Did you hear about the man in Bethany? Did you hear that... He he was raised from the dead. I saw him with my own eyes. Did you hear about it? And it's going through the crowd. Lazarus. Lazarus, he was raised from the dead. Jesus, the wonder worker. Jesus, the preacher. He raised Lazarus from the dead. And the crowd begins to get together. They're all over the place. And then, <laughs> unbelievable, Jesus comes on a donkey. And somehow they sense that that's not inappropriate. And they gather the palms. They gather garments. They, gather, they, they strew the ground. The disciples put their garments on the donkey. And the ground is strewn with palm branches and branches of all kinds. And they're singing and they're shouting, Folks, it's like this. 
Now, probably no one else in here can do this, because you don't have the lungs I've got. Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Comes from a lot of years of preaching. <laughs> but that's what they did. They shouted it. They cried out, Hosanna! To a man sitting on a donkey. Why? Folks, anybody who can raise a man from the dead is remarkable. Any man who can raise someone from the dead can be my king. Anybody who can do what he did, I will accept no matter whether he comes in a Hummer or whether he comes on a donkey or whether he comes in a chariot. I will take him as my king. They knew what they were shouting. When they shouted, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, that phrase was in the understanding of every Jew who understood anything about the Old Testament scriptures. They understood this, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord business. Remarkable. Just utterly remarkable. Now, not only is it important, not only do we celebrate because the king is coming, but we celebrate. I'm going to give you just two more reasons why we celebrate today. Two more. One, by Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead, the hymn goes, he proclaimed confirmed, that's a better word, he confirmed the universal resurrection. If you came to me, Sammy, with as much integrity as you have, if you came to me and said, Father, I have realized that I have power to raise people from the dead, and I would like you to put your trust in me, I would do this to Sammy. Number one, I would pull his ear, which I always do, and secondly, I'd say, Sammy, you're crazy. If anyone comes, anyone comes and says he can do a great miracle and that I need to trust him, I need some proof. You know, there was a man who lived at the time of the Protestant Reformation, and he promised the people, this was amongst the more radicals and the reformers, he said, you know, when both the Catholics and the, and the Protestant reformers, came, I mean the soldiers came after him, he said, I will catch their bullets in the sleeves of my jibby. That's what he said. Didn't say it was a jibby, but that's what it was. He said, I can catch the bullets. Do you know how many died? 5,000 on one day. Because he couldn't catch the bullets. He promised them something he couldn't deliver on. Jesus promised to give you everlasting life. He said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. He had just said to Martha, I am the resurrection and the life. C.S. Lewis said, a man who was merely a man and said the sort of things that Jesus said was no moral teacher. He was either a lunatic on the level of a man who calls himself a poached egg or he was the devil of hell himself. Either he was and is the Son of God, or he was a madman or something worse, but don't come up with this patronizing nonsense about his being a great moral teacher. Jesus made these incredible claims. Not only with the healing of the blind and the lame and the sick, but when he pulled Lazarus out of that tomb with two words. Lazarus, 
Come forth. You know what his next command was? Unwrap him. <laughs> Unwrap him. He proclaimed, he confirmed the universal resurrection. Now, your greatest problem, your greatest problem is your death and what happens after it. That's your greatest problem. You say, well, I'm going to go bankrupt. That's not your greatest problem. You say, I have a disaster with my children. That's not your greatest problem. You say, my marriage is falling apart. That's not your greatest problem. Those are all problems. Your greatest problem is your death and what's going to happen after your death. And there's a man who said, come unto me and I will give you rest. He said, I will give you eternal life. He who believes in me, said Jesus, has everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. And when he pulled Lazarus out of that tomb or raised Lazarus from that tomb, he confirmed that he can do it for you. Now, remarkably, we do something today that is astonishing. Do you know when we celebrate Lazarus being raised from the dead? Do you know when we did it? Some of you were here yesterday, weren't you? Yesterday we celebrated the raising of Lazarus from the dead, and today we celebrate Palm Sunday. It didn't happen quite that way. But in the great mystery of liturgy and sacrament, what we're able to do is we're able to just take time and make it stand still and change. And so yesterday Lazarus was raised from the dead, and today we gather together to celebrate the entry of our Lord into Jerusalem. It's called the glorious and brilliant entry into Jerusalem. Now, I said I'd give you two reasons. The first is, is that by the raising of Lazarus from the dead, he confirmed the universal resurrection. The second, oh, this is so important. Uh, about three weeks ago, I was sitting in my... I call it my office, my family room, whatever you want to call it, where all my work gets done. And I was working again. I was, you know, I'm just blowing a little smoke at you now. But I was translating the prophet Zechariah uh, from the Greek Septuagint into English. And, you know, I got into Zechariah, and I w the minute I hit it, I mean, it just touched my heart deeply. Behold, your king comes, riding upon the foal of an ass. 600 years before. Do you know that no king ever came riding on a donkey before? But the prophet Zechariah said it was going to happen, and it did. And on this day, on Palm Sunday, on today, with all the crowds gathered, the Messiah, the eternal Son of the Father, fulfilled the prophecy you can have confidence. You don't have to say, oh, this is just some nutty religion that somebody made up. There's too many prophecies that are fulfilled to say that. There are none that are unfulfilled that would rule it out. The simple fact is, the prophet said, you know, Zechariah isn't exactly the most noted of all the prophets in the Bible. Sort of an obscure prophet. We call him a minor prophet. But he prophesied it, and it had to happen that way. Whether it's a major prophet, a minor prophet, or a big prophet like Moses, it had to happen that way. You can have confidence today. One, you can have confidence because he was able to raise a man from the dead, and thousands of people witnessed Lazarus alive. And you can have confidence today 
because an obscure prophet, an obscure Jewish prophet, five to six hundred years before, said, he's going to come. The one who's going to come, he's going to come riding on a donkey, a colt, the foal of an ass. That's how he's coming. And that's exactly how it happened. Now, Lazarus is raised. The universal resurrection is confirmed. Your biggest problem is solved. Your biggest problem, your death, and what comes after, it's all solved. And today is a festive day. It's a feast day. And when this service gets to the end, we're going to celebrate. And we're going to get the boys out here. We're going to get the palms. And we're going to go parading. And I'm going to carry the gospel. And we're going to go out around here and get into it. Since the festiveness of it, sense what is taking place. And as we go around, as we walk, as we celebrate, understand, oh, this is my hope. He can raise me from the dead. I can trust this. I can count on him. Because he is trustworthy and he has fulfilled all that was spoken. Can you get into, this, into the spirit of the feast? Can you get into it? Let's celebrate this divine liturgy and let's celebrate this procession. It's today. It's today. You're one of them. You're one of the crowd of thousands that came. You heard about Lazarus, and now you're going to shout, Hosanna to the Son of David! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord.